0: Very soon, when Moshiach comes, we will greet him with joy, with singing and dancing, and together
1: we will sing.
2: Welcome to Sunday Shmooze with Rabbi Mendy Kievman from the Chabad House Jewish Community Center on Cedar Street in Milford. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a stimulating discussion of news and humor from a Jewish perspective. Here's Rabbi Mendy.
3: Shavua Tov. I don't even know where to begin today. Obviously, we're in a very joyous month. We've talked about this last week, the month of Adar, but I'm coming off, I'm not even coming off, but coming off a huge high of the very, very... Special, happy, joyous, celebratory day of Mushki and Shmuli's wedding. That's right. Last week, when you joined me on the Shmooze Show, Mushki was Mushki Kievman, And now, one week later, Mushki is now Mushki and Shmuli Munitz. It was a huge week of many, many ups, many, many perfect moments, there was one major down this week, and that was the fact that we couldn't celebrate this monumentous, Peter, is that a word? No, probably momentous occasion of the wedding of our oldest daughter to the amazing young man, Shmueli Munitz So there's a lot I have to talk about Today A lot I want to tell you about the wedding Maybe I'll do it over, over the course of a few weeks I know last week we talked about what a Hasidic wedding is But I think today I'll try to tell you a little bit about Mushki's wedding I know I'm going to see a lot of you uh, This evening For the wedding continued for the Sheva Brachot, the Sheva Brachas, the seven blessings, the ceremony, the dinner that we're having tonight, which we'll talk about as well. But you know what? Let's begin with the beginning of the wedding. If you remember last week, I told you that at the beginning, there's a Kabolas Panim and a Badeken. That's a time when family and friends typically would come And wished the bride and groom As they were individually In separate rooms Wished them Mazel Tov And blessings for their new life At the conclusion of that ceremony The groom goes and Covers or veils The bride Followed by the chuppah Again I'm going to mention That unfortunately Even though we would have loved that our first daughter's wedding She was all Uh, pomp and circumstance Um, in the Milford area with all of our friends and family but in this case we were only able to do it with immediate family as well as those who tested negative so the chuppah which is outdoors is a very emotional tradition filled part of the wedding it's the actual time when Shmuli and Mushki are married. It is under the chuppah that Shmuli places a gold ring on Mushki's finger. It's under the chuppah where we read the uh, ketubah, the marriage contract. It's under the chuppah where we bless the new couple with the seven special blessings. And it's under the chuppah where the groom, in this case Shmuli, smashes a glass to remind us that even in the most joyous of times, we have to remember that we're in exile and that we need to do everything we can to bring about the revelation of Mashiach. But also under the chuppah is the time when we read the Rebbe's letter. You see, people would always send an invitation To the Rebbe And The Rebbe would reply With a beautiful letter Of blessing After being notified of the date Of the wedding The Rebbe would reply with a beautiful blessing And I found this great song By Simcha Friedman Which is based on the words That the Rebbe would use When he would send this letter of blessing And This I'll, you know, I'll read, I'll translate the letter, or at least most of it, and and then I'll play the song by Simcha Friedman just to get us in the mood of this joyous occasion as well as the month of Adar and Purim coming up in, I don't know, is it six days? It's less than six days. It's this Friday, so I don't know how to count the days, but I guess it's in five days. Here we go. The letter reads in response to your, your notification that the date of your wedding has been set for, and the devil would add the date, I would like to convey my blessing of Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov, May the wedding be held at a good and auspicious time, and may you build a home among the Jewish people, an everlasting edifice upon the foundations of Torah and mitzvahs, as they are illuminated by the inner light of the Torah, that is, the teachings of Chassidus. with blessings of Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov, And then the Rebbe's holy signature. I just realized, I think I said before with Simcha Freeman. No, this is Ellie Marcus, the wedding Mazel Tov song. Enjoy.
4: Mama, mom, my mom, my mom, my mom, Mazulto. Mazulto, Mazulto. Mama, my mom, Mazulto. Mazulto. Mazulto, Mama, mama, zulto. Ini, ini bazel lehabiyah bilchosi. Bilchas,
1: mama zulto. Mesho to yero, v'tzla chazmin. <imitation> ya na'alei, b'Yisroel, b'Yisrael, ya
4: Mama, mama, so do, we need to be able to do it, 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 we need to be able to do
1: I'm a man I'm a man of God, I'm
3: Okay, okay, calm down. Get off the couch. A lot of dancing there. So, yes, this wedding, while extremely different than any wedding we would have liked it to be, or would have thought it should have been, as I wrote in the emails to you, we would have loved to be with you and celebrate it, and what we thought was the correct way, but God has other plans. You know, the Yiddish saying brought to, the Yiddish word of the day brought to you by Kate's financial services. "A mensch, tracht, un got lacht." Anyone hear that before? It's not just a Yiddish word, it's a Yiddish phrase. A mensch means a person. Lacht, sorry. A mensch, tracht. A person thinks or plans un got and God lacht and God laughs in other words obviously we always pray and hope that our plan should work out in a certain way but you know what God has the best plan and when we think we know the right plan every so often God reminds us what the real right plan is so while we would have loved to celebrate with everyone and have a beautiful beautiful huge wedding um It wasn't settling. It was just knowing... In other words, it wasn't settling for something less. It was knowing that this is what God wants to happen now. And therefore, this is the best for Mushki and Shmuli. It was very, very joyous. Very, very joyous. Obviously, again, we, we had to have all the various restrictions that came along with the wedding. But joy was all over the place. It was such... An immense joy, I don't know, I don't remember. If at my own wedding, I felt that same joy. I'm sure I did, but it was 23 years ago, almost 23 years ago, our anniversary is coming up in less than a month, our 23rd anniversary, right before Passover, about a week before Passover. So I don't remember exactly, but I know the joy I felt, the immense joy I felt on Wednesday evening, even under the chuppah. And I know hundreds of you joined us uh, using the Zoom platform for the chuppah. And I thank my amazing brother, Rabbi Yossi from Mansfield, for narrating the chuppah ceremony so that people were able to understand what's going on. And while that was a very serious part of the wedding, the joy was unbelievable you know, following the chuppah they had their first moments alone together and then the celebration obviously the food I mean come on we're talking about a Jewish event you know they, never, they say never get in between a Jew and the buffet table it's a Jewish event there's going to be a lot of good food so there was an abundance of goodness that, and joy and happiness that took place And we're really excited that tonight we'll be able to continue that um, abundance of joy together with our community here in the greater Milford area. You know the story about the Gentile, John and Mary Smith, Gentile couple, that bought an old home in upstate New York. And they bought their home from Harriet and Al Horowitz. It was an old home, and winter was approaching, and the Smiths were a little concerned about the fact that the house didn't have any insulation. So at one point, Jod said to Mary, You know, I'm not really worried. If the Horowitzes lived here all these years, so can we. It can't be that bad. Finally, It came that time of winter. The temperature plunged to below zero. And the smiths woke up and they found the walls inside their house, not outside their house, the walls inside their house were covered with frost. So not knowing what to do, John calls the Horowitz's to ask them, how did you keep the house warm during the winter? And after a brief conversation with Al Horowitz, John hung up the phone and he turned to his wife and he muttered under his breath, for the past 30 years, the Horowitzes have gone to Florida for the winter. a boom. You know, everyone has ideas for a successful marriage. Everyone has ideas and advice about how to be the best husband, the best wife, the best couple, the best parents. But here's one I saw, not just as advice for this new couple, but really for each and every one of us. You know something? Life doesn't tell stories. You know who tells stories? People do. Life gives us the materials, the raw materials that we need. And these materials are raw enough for us to look back and construct at least two uh, different versions of our own biography. You know, our biography is made up of our past, our present, and even the future. And we have two versions. We have enough raw material to make two versions of this this biography. One version is that it's a dungeon. The other is that it's a palace. And you know something? The master of life, God himself, has given us the greatest, kindness ever. Because he placed his pen into our hands, so that we can enjoy the dignity of a life which is made up of our own design. It's up to us to choose whether our biography is going to look like a dungeon or it's going to look like a palace. When a couple gets married, it's beautiful. There's a the hall, there's food, there's music, there's celebration. Obviously, lachaims. There's commitments. There's a ketubah. There's a whole bunch of things that happen at a wedding. It's the palace. It's bright. It's beautiful. It's exciting. Each and every one of us have a choice to make whether we remain in the palace or we move into a dungeon. And my blessing to Mushki and Shmuli. Today is That you guys Should continue In the palace you began Don't let The pettiness of life schlep you Down into the dungeon And we'll say Lechaim to everybody in a moment Let's first Grab something Put it on your head A yarmulke is best And let's say together The Shema Here we go Kavi arrives with your right hand and say together with me. Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kivod Malchuso Leolam Vaed. And if you have a drink, we we'll toast to L'chaim. First, let's make a bracha. Baruch Ata Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam Shehakol Nihiyah Bidvaro So I told the to each and every one of us If you feel you're in a dungeon Take the pen that God has given you And start writing your biography And put it, put yourself into a palace It's up to you and me And I bless you To take the right path and make it a palace Lachaim. So as I mentioned, we're going to have the wedding continued tonight. And that's because um, after a Jewish wedding, the next seven days, the couple are considered like a king and queen. They dress in their Shabbos best. And they, uh, every day, they have a, a little party, uh, a get-together with families, family and friends to celebrate the wedding. And during that event that party, that dinner, they recite those same seven blessings, blessing this couple for their many, many long, happy, healthy years ahead. And typically, these these events are called Sheva Brachas. They're called Sheva Brachas because the Hebrew word for the day is Sheva. Sheva. Brought to you by the Armeans, by the way. Sheva means seven, the number seven. Seven is a beautiful number. We're told in Kabbalah that Every number seven is most desirable In fact, I come from a family of seven Bada boom That wasn't a joke, that's true I'm one of seven And the number seven is great The Rebbe is the seventh leader of the Chabad movement The number seven is a great number so we have seven blessings recited over the course of seven days following the wedding. And each day, is, it's done by another family member or friend. Obviously, in today's day, it's being done in different ways. You know, not the ways we've been used to for the last 3,000 years. So as we know, tonight, we're going to get together for a shavuot Brachas. And we're going to do it in, you know, like the story with... Uh, You know, Harriet and Al Horowitz's home. It's going to be in a very cold place. Right, outdoors. It's going to be cold today. But the good news is you're going to have the secret of uh, Mr. Horowitz of going down to Florida, and that is we're going to be in our cars. We're getting together at the uh, Crystal Room, and we'll be able to celebrate Mushki and Shmuli with a nice dinner, music while everyone is safely and warmly in their cars celebrating with us. I know I told you earlier that Simcha Friedman was going to be singing a song for us and it turned out it was really Eli Marcus that sang that song for us you know, with the, the blessing from the Rebbe. So we do have another song from uh, Simcha Friedman and his name says it all. His name is Simcha. Simcha means joy and celebration. So it's very apropos to have him sing for us a song about the bride and the groom. It's all in Hebrew but it's a great song and you'll hear the word chasin and kala. Do you know what those two words are? Those are Hebrew words. A chasin, or said in a Sephardi way, chatan, and a kala are the groom and the bride. Enjoy this by Simcha Friedman.
5: joice mei khu pasoi weh kala wenn yoicei yoicei mei Shrekim Shizakitim, Ashley Kim, the Sameya Hus in Calais, Ashley Kim, Ashley Shizakitim, Marshley Kim, the Sameya Hus in Calais, Ashley Kim, Ashley Shizakitim, Marshley Kim, the Sameya Hus in
3: So this coming Thursday night and Friday is the joyous holiday of Purim. What is Purim? You may remember the story. Haman, bad guy, Mordechai, good guy, Ahasuerus, wacky king, Esther, beautiful queen. Remember the story? Okay, I got a couple of songs you probably heard in uh, Hebrew school growing up. Enjoy these songs. And we'll talk a lot more about Purim after enjoying these songs by Micah Gamamen. <laughs>
0: Amudimatem. ben Mishem, Marbim, Marbim ben ben Mi she mi she mi she mi she Marbi marbi Mi Marbi marbi mi 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 Siemi, 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 marbin Siemi, Schärisch lettu hay jehudim heima besonne he Schärisch lettu hay jehudim heima Hagadol Yehudim, Masechot Roshanim, Shirberikudim Berikudim, Chakpuri, Chakpuri, Yehudim, Masechot Roshanim, Shir Berikudim, Hava Na'arisha, Hava Na'arisha, Hava Na'arisha, varashani Hava Barashanim. Rassassass, rassassass, rassassass Barashenlim Bayi bi mei achashverosh Tchut achashverosh Bayi bi mei achashverosh Tchut mehodu mehodu
3: So let's begin our discussion about the holiday of Purim by listening into a recording from the Sea Kids Brigade. You know that we have the Chabad Kids program with amazing, amazing programs. In fact, today The Sea Kids program is doing a virtual hamantashen break. That's right. In about three minutes, at ten thirty, the Sea Kids will be on Zoom, and together with Chabad of Milford and Chabad of Mansfield, will be making hamantashen from their home. All those kids who signed up last week received all the ingredients they needed, and today they will get to bake their own hamantashen. Do you know why it's called hamantashen? Who knows? Come on. Anybody? There's a few reasons why they're called hamantashen. Firstly, it sounds good for the holiday of Purim when we talk about haman. But why would we want to name it after haman? Well, actually, and this one goes to our friend Marty Lamb, who loves, what kind of, you know, let's back up for a second. Hamantashen. What filling do you like the most? Some people like prunes. I'm not a prune kind of guy. Some people like apricot or raspberry or even our most recent ones, chocolate. That's right. We give out hamantaschen in our Shalach baskets from the Purim Project and in it you get hamantaschen and you may get chocolate, you may get raspberry, you may get apricot, but there's one type that I really like and I know Marty Lamb also does and that is what's known as mun. Well, mun is really a poppy seed mixture and the original hamantaschen were made from mun. The the filling was this mun filling. It was a filling of little poppy seeds and mixed together with whatever to make it sweet. I don't know what goes on in the kitchen. I just know how to eat the food not how to make the food. So, um, they would take this filling called man, similar to the mana that would fall in the desert for the Jewish people while they were there for 40 years, and they put it into these pockets. And in Yiddish, a tash is a pocket. So, it went from man tashin, which is man pockets, to hamintashin, which are. Human pockets. Anyway, that's one of the reasons why they're called Hamantashen. So, Sea Kids will be making Hamantashen today, and I have this great recording a little bit about Purim and what needs to be done on Purim. So, Purim begins this coming Thursday evening and the whole day Friday. So, listen to this. Remember, there's a few Hebrew words you may have to know. And one Hebrew word is Hashem. Hashem means God. Another Hebrew word to know is Yetser Tov, which means the good inclination, or Yetser Hara, which means the bad inclination. Because he's going to talk a little bit about how the bad inclination inside of us is kind of like
2: the Haman of old. Enjoy. Some Jewish holidays are very serious. But now, get ready for an entire month of non-stop joy. When the Jewish month of Adar begins, there's extra happiness in the air. We're counting down the days to a holiday that's full of fun, Purim. I think this calls for an Adar dance-off. <laughs> Every year on Purim, we retell an amazing miracle. Long ago, King Ahasuerus ruled over the land of Shushan. He made a huge party for the entire kingdom for 180 days straight. At the end of it, after drinking too much wine, King Ahasuerus got rid of his queen. Now the king needed a new queen so he searched far and wide for the most beautiful girls in all of the land, forcing everyone to join the beauty contest. Guess who was chosen? Esther! Esther was devastated that she, a Jewish girl, would have to marry the wicked and foolish king Ahasuerus. She listened to her uncle Mordechai and didn't tell anyone that she was a Jew. It's a good thing Esther knew how to keep a secret. Because the king's wicked advisor hated the Jewish people, he wanted to wipe out the entire nation. So he convinced King Ahasuerus to make a decree. Mordechai asked Esther to beg the king to save the Jewish people. In the meantime, he gathered 24,000 Jewish kids to pray. After three days of fasting, Esther appeared before the king unannounced. She knew that if Ahashverosh didn't want to see her, she would be killed at once. When the king saw Esther, he reached out his scepter. Miraculously, the decree was turned upside down. Haman was hanged and the Jewish people were saved thanks to Esther's bravery, the Jewish kids' prayer, and a hidden miracle of Hashem. That's why every year we celebrate Purim. Let's celebrate the great miracle with another dance-off. have a very important responsibility here. There are four important mitzvot we do on Purim. And our goal this year is to get our friends to do those missions too, just like us. You know who the heroes of the Purim story are? You! You guys weren't embarrassed or scared of the evil Haman. You gathered together loud and proud to stand strong in your Jewish faith. Hashem heard your prayers and saved the entire nation Nowadays, the evil Haman still lives on, inside of us. The Yetzerhara Hara is like Haman, always telling us to do the wrong thing and not listen to Hashem. But we are smarter than that. We aren't fooled by the tricks of the Yetzerhara, Hara, and nothing can stop us from doing the right thing. Matanot Yonim. Give charity to at least two poor people. Mishtag eat a festive meal on Purim day. Megillah, hear this on Purim night and on Purim day. Mishloach Manot, give one friend two types of foods. And happy, happy, happy Purim.
3: I couldn't have said it better myself. So, the four mitzvahs, as you just heard, is to give gifts to the poor, to give gifts of food to our friends, to listen to the reading of the Megillah, and to have a delicious meal, a delicious party or banquet. And every year, we have this amazing Purim party with a theme and people dress up, wearing masks. You know why we wear masks on Purim. The reason we wear masks on Purim is because throughout the entire story of Purim, we don't really see God's hand in it. It's the miracle of every day. You know, there are some miracles that are, wow, look at this miracle. This happened to me. A car was spinning around and and it missed me by an inch. That's a miracle. But every day is a miracle. And sometimes, or oftentimes, we don't get to recognize the miracles that happen around us every single day. In the story of Purim, that happened. You know, When we read the story of Esther, the book of Esther, we read all about the miracles that happened. But the real truth is that those miracles took place over a long time. Do you know how many years from the beginning of the story, the beginning of the story of Esther until the end of the story of Esther you might think it's like I don't know a month a year in fact it was an entire nine years from the beginning of the story to the end of the story when Haman was hanged so if you were living during that time you may have not seen the miracle it was only when it was all over you look back and you go wow this happened and then this happened and oh I didn't understand why that happened And you realize that all of that was part of God's plan to make this great miracle of Purim. And that's why we wear masks, to represent that God is hidden in the story of Purim. So, mitzvah number one is to hear the story of Purim. And we're going to hear it at Chabad during the nighttime, and then again during the daytime. So on Thursday, February 25th, we're going to have a Megillah reading at Chabad at 6 p.m., by the way, I'm going to tell you all these things, but you can easily go to our website, jewishma.com, j-e-w-i-s-h-m-a.com, jewishma.com, and you can find out all the things that are going on during Purim. Everything is by reservation. So please, go to our website, reserve, email, get to come, and take part in these amazing programs. So we're going to have an indoor Megillah reading on Thursday evening, limited space because it's indoor Thursday evening at 6pm then on Friday we're going to have a number of events during the day it's a mitzvah to give gifts of food we're going to be giving out the Purim Project food gift baskets starting already today today we're going to start sending them out we have volunteers who are going to be giving out the, the gift baskets so if you're on the list you're going to get a gift basket as well If you sent gifts to people, they're going to get it all this week. But mainly um, on Friday, uh, we'll finalize and give out all of the gift baskets. So there's a mitzvah to give gifts of food on Friday to at least one friend. And the gift should contain at least two kinds of food. Two items of food or drink can be given to at least one friend. Obviously, you want to spread the joy. You want to give it to as many people as possible. And that's where the Perm Project was born. It was a way for people in the community to give to as many people as possible and brighten their day. If you didn't take part in the Perm Project this year, sorry, it's already closed. You'll be able to do it next year. But you may receive a gift from the Perm Project, and it's a way for each and every one of us to send virtual hugs to people who need it most during this time and that's every single one of us as we're either locked up in our homes or we're getting out minimally we all need a good hug but in this case a good virtual hug so we're going to have that opportunity and you can do that yourself put together little baskets of food or fruit and give it to a friend and here's an interesting lay down the law brought to you by the Arameans did you know That when it comes to the mitzvah of giving gifts of food to our friends on Purim, men are supposed to give to other men and women are supposed to give to other women. Then we have the mitzvah of giving gifts to the poor and that could be money or food or an item. Whatever it is, we give gifts to at least two poor people. But you can give to as many as possible you want. And finally, there's the meal. So at Chabad, we're going to have the opportunity—three different opportunities on Friday—to take part in these mitzvahs, to take part in this celebration. You know, last year was our last normal event at Chabad. Took place pre—you know—face masks. Obviously, we had masks because we were celebrating Purim, but we didn't have those uh, surgical masks, those medical masks that everyone's wearing right now. Um, so pre all of that, the last. Normal event took place last year on Purim. And we're going to make this year's Purim as normal as possible. So on Friday, February 26th, we're going to have events that are outdoor. You come in your car, sit in your car and take part in a dinner with matzo ball soup and all sorts of goodies. As well as taking part in giving gifts of food to our friends, sending them to our friends, giving gifts to the poor as well as hearing the reading of the Megillah. If you want to take part in one of our outdoor events, you must reserve on our website, jewishma.com. We also have a Megillah reading indoors. We also have a social distanced um, uh, celebration indoor as well. If you want to take part in any of those, you must go to our website or email rabbi at jewishma.com R-A-B-B-I at jewishma.com or on the website jewishma.com So we got a lot going on this week. We have the Sheva Brachos wedding continued this evening and I look forward to seeing you all in our warm cars as we eat delicious uh, dinner and celebrate together with Mushki and Shmuli as well as Purim is coming Wednesday, Thursday evening and Friday during the day, February 25th and February 26th, and we look forward to celebrating with you. Let's enjoy some more music for the special Joyous Holiday by Benny Friedman and Ellie Marcus together. Enjoy. See ya.
4: Shelimo, shelimo,
1: shelimo.
0: she lay more, ani lay more, she
5: lay more, she lay shelimo,
0: shelimo. lay more, she lay more, she lay more, she lay more, la, la, la. Oh, lay more, she lay more, she Shia, up, she la 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 la. She up, she up, she
4: I will
0: ay a very ay,
4: So the symbol of 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 the
0: symbol of the symbol of the the symbol of the symbol of the symbol of the symbol of the the symbol of the symbol of
1: the
3: Ladies and gentlemen, I look forward to seeing you during this week. And remember, joy bursts all boundaries. Let's be happy. Your next deed will change the world. So make it a good one. Lechayim.
2: You've been listening to Sunday Schmooze with Rabbi Mendy Kievman from the Chabad House Jewish Community Center on Cedars Street in Milford. For more information on the Chabad House, including upcoming events, adult programs, Hebrew school, and more, visit gotchabad.com. That's G-O-T-C-H-A-B-A-D.com. Shalom.
0: Level yeah. yeah. am